Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Triple Option. I'm going to try to keep my voice down a little bit because my wife is watching the Bachelor finale in the background. I don't want to ruin it, but I can tell you that my energy is unbridled, even though I'm suppressing it. And Clayton, you are a true asshole. Gabby and Rachel for life. Anyway, speaking of my two, uh, my Gabby and my Rachel, uh, Coach AB and Kevin, what? how are you doing, fellas? Uh, F-bomb. Who is Gabby and Rachel? Listen, dude, I'm sorry you're an uncultured swine and you don't like participate uh, in one of the great cultural do events. Not after we off. just had a five minute conversation about the great R.I.P. Scott Hall. Okay. Oh. Bachelor's Absolutely. the only Bachelor's the only show where the ones you like you hope don't win because it's the world's worst prize. Absolutely. Especially hey, your reward year. is to be married to a just you know, toxic person. Yeah, an oaf made of mayonnaise in this case. Yeah. So anyway, Bachelor talk aside, the most of the season was very, very boring. Finale, extremely captivating. And as my guy AB said, RP Chico, do the bad guy Scott Hall. Uh big Scott Hall podcast. But listen, we're not here to talk about Bachelorettes. We're not we're not here to talk about Scott Hall, even though I could wax lyrical about Razor Ramon for at least 45 minutes. Guys, we're here to talk about Florida State spring football. And guess what? The triple option had a mole on the field. Kevin Little got to see practice with his own two beautiful pair of eyes. Um, Kev, what did you see? And when, what, when did you go out there? Was it full pads? Paint the scene. Paint the scene. Yeah, so so I made it out to their, their last two practices. So the, their two full pad practices. Um, and... Uh, by all accounts, so I, I, I had, I didn't get to go last year. So, uh, by all accounts, the energy seems, seems good. Um, I I can vouch for that, but, 
there's there's a crispness uh, to practice. Everybody knows where they're going. Um, Mike Norvell is a trip at practice. Yeah, the guy is. When you hear he's an Energizer Bunny, uh, he he truly is. Um, he's he's keeping kids honest, but he's also uh, making sure that he rewards kids when they're, when they're doing the right thing. Um, so it's 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 a fun environment. Uh, the, the kids seem to seem to be bought in. There's there's very few. Um, you you see sometimes with the transfers they'll they'll do something their own way or or mm-hmm. or something, and he, he'll very quickly correct that you can tell his eyes are on the kids that are that are new to try to get them to buy into into the culture that they're they're selling and um so i all in all that was really good um i guess i guess we can start talking offense um yeah what did you see like for like what's did you just see like individual drills like how long were you there did you get to see some like scrimmagey type stuff like what what stuck out to you is with an eye for the offense like you have yeah so i've got to see all of it basically i i missed a few of the the first um sessions but they'll do individuals they'll do groups um then they'll do you know 11 on 11 goal line two minute drill all of all of the the basics you would expect to see in a football in a football practice um so i've been spending most of my time with the skill players that's kind of my expertise uh so i i do want to make it more to the towards the offensive and defensive lines as as practice goes on but don't hurt yourself okay don't hurt yourself oh you can't handle it you scrawny jabroni yeah apparently (laughs) yeah (laughs) well okay well tiny skill man what did you see from your (laughs) tiny skill brethren (laughs) Um, so the names that, that immediately pop out on offense, um, Jordan Travis is looking, I think more refined. Uh, I think last year around this time in pure drop back, like seven on seven situations, Mm -hmm. he really didn't look as sharp as, as a couple of the other quarterbacks on the roster. Um, but now, now he's looking like a true leader. He's making the throws. Um, I, I do expect him to t- take a, a step forward um, on, on some level in that category. Um, behind him, you got Tate Rotomaker, who either makes the best throws in the world or the worst throws in the world, which is kind of what we've come to expect from Tate. Um, uh, then you have AJ, which I which is everybody. What did you think of him? Yeah, he saw him in the flesh, man. How do yeah, you look? He, he, he's got all the tools. He's quick. Uh, he looks... Um, He's got a good arm out there. He's made some good reads. There was one time where um, I guess I have, uh, I, I probably shouldn't be talking about specific concepts at practice, but um, oh, there, no, was, yeah, we're doing a, <laughs> there was a read and uh, I saw him progress to his third read and make the throw on the other side of the field in 11. So that's pretty advanced for, for a freshman. So that's something to be excited about. Um that he is making those reads. Other times you, you see he'll he'll get a little flustered a little bit quick, and I think that's kind of normal for for a kid who's starting the games a little bit faster than he's used to. But um on the wide receivers, you have McLean, who I think is gonna be uh, a big a big presence this year. He he might be uh depending on what what goes on, McLean might be your go to guy out there. Wow, um, okay. Like at, at X or X or Z, um, uh, if if right isn't healthy, uh, which I guess we'll talk about later. Uh, yeah. On the inside, the the kind of slot guys you have Douglas, who 
I think it's taken a step up, although he's been in non-contact green. So uh, his route running is just super sharp. He's super fast off the line. Um, I, I think Douglas takes a step forward, Ja'Kai Douglas. Uh, okay. Pittman, I think they they have similar builds, but they have different skill sets. So Ja'Kai Douglas is, is, is more of the speedster. You're going to put him on a wheel route down the sideline. Slot um, fade. Right, slot fade kind of guy. Pittman is less of that guy and more of the guy. Third and three, you're going to get the ball across the middle to him. Um, he does a good job of uh, getting between the defender and the ball and, and kind of he, he's got good hands and he, he makes some good plays. I don't think the he's body got positioning, the- like kind of like strength wise, like body positioning, like stuff of that seems to be a, seems to be a strength of his. Yeah. He's a, he's a savvy receiver. You can tell that. Um, I think he's going to be that kind of, you know, I hate to make this comparison cause he's more do it. Just do it. Go ahead. He's more athletic than this kid, but uh, he's, he's kind of more like your, your Hunter Renfro type of, you know, Julian Edelman, you know, you know, yeah, that kind of guy, yeah. Wes Welker, just, just savvy, savvy, Listen, gets bro. across the middle, makes the catch. Yeah. And gritty, I think every great yeah. offense kind of needs one of those guys. Um, I shank a drifter. Level. I shank a drifter for one of those guys in the slot yeah, for the past I couple of years. So I, I, I think agree. that's a very favorable comparison. So You've that's fine. A lot of the film that's come out has been of him catching kind of th- them getting him into punt return roles, which he's a, a very good punt returner uh, coming over from Oregon. Um, just getting the ball out to him quickly and some of those little slot, slot screens. Yep. Getting a couple of linemen out in front of him and letting him do his thing. Uh, that, I mean, that interests me because that's something that they, that's a dynamic they necessarily haven't had uh, in their time here. Yeah, to- totally agreed. Um, and then, yeah, those those are really the names that stand out there. I'm sure. What about Johnny Wilson? Oh, uh, so Johnny, Johnny Wilson, I was only, I was now, there for probably an yeah. hour careful of total time that i got to see johnny wilson johnny wilson stands out um i like johnny wilson a lot uh, so measured I, with your words i love it i uh i've been big on him ever since we took him like you don't see uh-huh. six foot seven receivers that often and uh the kids filled out uh he, he's not a beanpole by any any stretch of the imagination bodied by storms very quickly by storms, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, I, I like I like Johnny Wilson. Um, How are the hands? That was a concern for some people. It sounds like that has been a, alleviated from some of the other practice reports we've seen. But what did you see? It, yeah, it, it didn't seem to be a major problem. I didn't see too many drops. He dropped a couple um, kind of tougher balls. And, I mean, when you're throwing it up to a six, six foot seven kid, you want him to make those catches, mm-hmm. um, especially since he's not the type that's going to get um, wide open, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like there's no, there's not going to be a lot of separation. He's yeah. got the, he's got the right. catch radius to make the contested throw, but it's not, there's not going to be too many, just him streaking down the sideline with that size is what you're saying. Right. Um, so I, I think he's fine catching the ball in, in one-on-ones and uh, routes on air. But once you get him kind of contested, it's, it's hard to know whether or not he's going to be able to translate that. And he was doing that from the wide receiver position? Mostly, yes. Uh, so they would play him mostly, at wide receiver. Mostly, um, okay. Mostly. So, so I, in the few plays I got to see of him, he was kind of what I call flexing. So, or flexing, <laughs> playing flex, yeah. like flex receiver. So that's uh So they were kind of having him here 
And so they would kind of have them like here, like on the loan here where he can crack back on, on like a linebacker or something in a running oh, situation. That's, that's unfair for that W right so there that, for that will. <laughs> that's stuff that we saw them run quite a bit last year. They ran that little that, that flex trips on the backside and right. We saw Josh Burrell in that role. We saw Malik McLean in that role. Um it makes some sense to have him back there. He's going to give you a run game presence over there to the left. He's going to give you a tight end type body, but removed from the line of scrimmage. Um, so that's a mismatch. I mean, that's going to be a problem for defenses. It'll be interesting because we, we saw a lot of that nub formation a lot last year. I wonder if they substitute the tight end for maybe like a, a, a close to the, a close to the line receiver. Like, do you guys think that a lot of that could happen as well? I think you saw uh, Wilson there a few times last year. Um mm-hmm off the line a little bit yeah um okay so i I don't think they're necessarily looking for you to 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 be an all-star but like all-star lineman in that position but yeah that kid can block man especially when you give when you give a kid with that size like that sort of angle like his blocking footage was nasty i can see norvell just like salivating at the type of like gap mismatches that he can do with that kid now speaking of if, if there's no other receivers that you'd like to talk about, I'll handle the running backs. And then Adam, you can ask him offensive line questions. I would never, <laughs> I would never running backs, any sort of, I mean, too early to determine the rotation. There has literally been most of the conversation I've seen has been surrounding Trey Benson. I just think people can't believe that his legs, not like dragging <laughs> behind him, like just connected to his body only by skin, but no, like the reports have said, he's very healthy and he's looking good, but any sort of, I mean, did he actually stand out? And you starting to get any sort of idea of like what the rotation looks like, like, could, could you tell that or too early right now? I, th- I think it's hard to tell um, running backs, especially uh, like they'll have one big play all, all practice and it's easy to be like, Oh, well, that mm-hmm. one big play tells me that he's a total study, you know, like that's, that's not really how that works. Um, <laughs> right. Right. No, I think, I think, I mean, Trayshawn Ward is number one. It, it seems to me. He, well, okay. He, he's standing out. How about we use that phrasing instead of number one? Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize we had Miriam Webster here with the old word. Okay. <laughs> okay. When I'm, when I say number one, I don't necessarily mean he's going to get the most snaps out of everybody, but he kind of has the leadership role of that position. Guys kind of look to him. Um, he doesn't, he's not the most talented kid out there. Um, Benson, I don't think is going to, is necessarily the kind of guy that's going to, blow you away um which is kind of a, a shame because that's kind of what people are expecting for a guy that wasn't necessarily a take by all of the internet pundits you know but no he, he looks like a solid running back he's built like a br- brick house um uh-huh Where, what do you do in that brick house you run the ball <laughs> no you're gonna you're gonna say a bad word one of these times okay yeah he's a brick poop house go ahead <laughs> Um, no, Benson looks solid. He looks like a solid option. Um, honestly, I don't know how Norvell does this, man. He just, it doesn't matter who's playing running back to be honest with you. The the guy knows how to turn, turn out guys that know how to read, uh, read defenses and, and, um, I think Benson's probably going to get most of your snaps this year. Um, really? Okay. Like, 
not most of your snaps, but more snaps than probably much of anybody else. I think he's just kind of an any down kind of guy you can get the ball to. Um, but that size too, that kind of, that seems like somebody who's got the, I guess if you had to look at that room and say who could have the potential to be an every down back, even though some, that, that concept seems to be more and more outdated as the years go by. But I guess he would have the most potential to be the every down back, right? If they ended up having one. Yeah. Um, I no, mean, I, or not. You saw him. Yeah. I, I think so. I, I think he's a, like, out of all the running back rooms, all the running backs in the room on third down, he's the one I want to probably get the ball to. Um, gotcha. How did, um, how did Tofili look? Did you see anything from Corey Wren? I don't even know if Corey Wren was with the running backs or the receiver. I have no idea. But anybody else like stand out to you? I mean, you got Tofili, he's been here for a couple of years. You got TJ Williams, the kid they took last year from Auburn, up and down season. Uh, they're replacing a very solid contributor in Jay Sean Corbin. Um, who else is going to do that besides Trey Sean and uh, Trey? Yeah, so I think Benson's going to kind of step into that Trey Sean Corbin role. Um, I nice. think that I haven't seen much of DJ Williams, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, Corey Wren has flashed, uh, so okay. which is a, a pleasant surprise. Um, there yeah. have been a few plays where they're able to get him outside of the outside of the box, and he just looks good. I still think he's the kind of guy that might be better suited as a slot receiver, um, but um, maybe he can't catch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he can't <laughs> okay. catch cold butt naked in Alaska. But oh, the man. kid is so well, that's, fast. Nah, that's not good. The it's kid very is so cold quick. in Alaska. Um, um, and Toa Philly looks like the same kid we've seen. He's, he's good out in space, um, running routes, and I think you're going to see him in the passing game probably more than any of the other guys. Which that's okay. disappointing if, if, if that holds true. I mean, we've, we've talked about his, his vision. I think he's got great vision. You talked about Norvell finding those guys. He just, he's lacked that trust. I hope that, uh, you know, potentially a more sturdy offensive line in front of him helps him find some trust because he's, he's one of the few guys in that backfield that can hit it and go. Yeah. yeah tools are there. Great balance as shown by the Clemson game. So that's definitely yeah. there's yep. a very, very good balance. All right. Um, I guess just Adam, ask him, ask him questions about the linemen and the tight ends. Go ahead. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I don't have a lot. I mean, I think that we know what this group is really going forward. You're trying yeah. to figure out who your right tackle is. Uh, or Willis got a lot guard. of snaps. Yeah. At one. How do you look? I thought he looked pretty solid, to be honest. He's he's so long, man. Like he is, he's got the build to be a tackle. So, uh, how about Bless Harris? It's the other other young man who uh, is is competing in that role uh, right now. So I, I saw less of of Bless than I would feel comfortable giving you a a, a super in depth um, sure answer to that. By all accounts, it seems like Bless is maybe having a little bit better spring thus far than. Uh, what Lloyd is. And I, and I think Willis is a guy that they kind of projected as a 2023 kid. Uh, he was a major project. It seems mm-hmm. as though he's transferred, transformed his body, gotten himself into uh, a place where he's ready to contribute physically. I think it's just a, probably a, a maturation at this point that he needs to grow. He needs to develop uh, the skills uh, to be able to go out there and be relied upon. Um, I, Darius Washington has played a lot of guard. Anything that's jumped out at you there? Um, he looks comfortable there. He he, that seems to be more of a natural fit for him. Um, we saw it last couple of years that uh, when you get him out in space on that tackle position, he's just not as he's just not 
not really long enough. Mm-hmm. Not really. He's he's not a true tackle body. So uh, right. he looked more comfortable there. And um, the interior of the line, I I thought was one of the was this was the strength of the offensive line this spring so far. Yeah, yeah and that was primarily Gibbons, Lyles, and Darius Washington. Yeah, they Lyles they'll put in second team randomly. Um, but but he, when it comes down to it, he's he's the first team center and he's getting the important snaps. Does he look like it? I mean, there was a the, you always got to wonder a very talented kid that leaves an offensive line factory like Wisconsin. Was there anything that you were watching him that kind of made you think like, oh, I get why he left? Or it was like, oh, FSU got a pretty good steal on this. So Lyles is, I, we did a film on him before, and he's exactly what we expected. He's not a people mover. He's a, he's like. Stalemater? A, yeah, he's he's a stopgap. You're not getting through him. He's a solid piece in the middle of that offensive line. Um, and he's going against, you know, Robert Cooper, who's. Also, just just a big, just two big boys slapping slapping boobs against each other. It's pretty it's pretty thunderous uh, the conflict there, right? So if you're if you're winning that battle, I I would consider you to be yes. That's a, that's a, that's a solid uh, center, you know, like as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Too concerned about. Yeah, it's so early for offensive line. They've got what one day in pads, uh, two days in pads. Uh, yeah, Adam, but can you really glean anything at, at this point right now? Do no, you think? I don't, I don't think so because. Even though most of these guys have played together, the, the communication so such an important aspect in, in O-line play. They don't have that down yet. So passing stunts and, you know, picking up blitzes and that kind of stuff, it's just not there. So, you know, a guy gives up a pressure and you think, oh, he sucks. But re- in reality, the, the communication just isn't going to be there yet. I mean, you can you can glean some of those skills or whether a guy can get out there and stay in front of somebody or, or move a person. But, you know, when you go to 11 on right now, I mean, they're still figuring this stuff out. So yeah. the end of spring, I think, will be a better test or a better uh, a better gauge of where they're kind of at, in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. Um, Adam, you want to handle the defense? Did you get to see any of the defense, Kev, or no? Yeah, uh, we've we've watched a fair amount of defense. Um, what stood out to you? What you in, in a unit? Just how they played together? I mean, this was the there was a lot of resources invested on the defense and Adam Fuller's defense to plug up some of the holes. You got really big. Like, I mean, you got first round NFL talent leaving you and also guys like, you know, obviously Jermaine Johnson, then also leaders of the team, very impactful guys like Keir Thomas. I mean, this, this is a unit that has to perform for Florida state to take the next step. Uh, does it look like a, a unit that's improving or reeling from the loss of those names? So like you were saying earlier, it's hard to tell um, defense has a natural advantage this early in practice, right? You it should, or else yep. you're in big ass trouble. Um, so you see Derek McClendon as your first string field defensive end. So your rush end, um, not first string, just a player who's doing well. He's getting first. He's getting we, first reps. We don't talk about depth charts here on the triple. Option. Oh, sorry, I forgot that rule. He is, go ahead we'll, we'll pretend it didn't happen let's say he's facing <laughs> willis most often in practice there you um, go and uh he looks good he he looks solid i don't think he's the kind of kid that's gonna win all acc defensive end of the year uh necessarily but uh i think he's better than what you had two years ago um i think i'm gonna continue saying that that he's i think i think he's I think he's slimmed up a little bit. Um, if he hasn't, it might just be the optical illusion of the single digit um, 
make uh, him yeah. look thinner and, and quicker. Uh, I'll do it to you. The big question is Jared Verse, who's just dominating. Um, really, that's a that's a really interesting develop. I mean, not interesting. It's a very promising development because yeah. that was a kid that had to dominate. So it looks like he's advertised. He's not facing the competition level he will be facing in the season. Who's he mostly going up against? Uh, I want to say I saw him against Schrader. Um, okay. But uh, don't quote me on that. I, I, nope, I forgot, no problem. So. But, it, but, but like you said, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's good. It's it, yet to be, be seen. Be... I'd, I'd like to see him against tougher competition before I, before I make anything, but he's, he's twitchy. He's got the, he's got the tools. So, um, Right now, I wouldn't say that. Uh, I wouldn't tell you that Mc, that he's standing out far above McClendon right now. Um, okay, but I think he has the tools to relatively in relatively short order. Moving back, I mean, I I feel like we could talk about Fabian Love and Robert Cooper, yeah. but I mean. Uh, yeah, they're just they're they're known entities. We yep. they're gonna be they're gonna be relied upon heavily by Florida State, and they are the bedrock of that defensive line. So we we can talk about them, but I mean, I they're both solid. They're both good. Florida State's gonna rely on them heavily. Just some film from last year, exactly. Yeah. So I w- I would like to actually move back to the layer behind them, the linebackers. Like what there was some talk if Tatum Bethune was gonna be the guy next to Kalen Deloach. It sounds like he's pretty much solidified himself as that we don't talk about depth charts, so I don't know, but I mean, is he, is he standing next to Kalen Deloach when he's out on the field a lot of the time? Yes. And, uh, okay. Let's say there's a significant drop off when 15 is not on the field. Oh, really? I'm a Tatum Bethune fan. Um, I've now watched him in practice two, two times. They, I think the kid knows how to play football. I think he, um, he has the size to play in the box. He has the agility to get back in space. There was one or two uh, missed assignments in the last practice I saw where he, he missed an under call and um, didn't carry a receiver across the line of scrimmage. But uh, no, I, I think that Tatum Bethune is really shores up that position group. And I think that we're not going to see nearly the problems we saw last year out of them. Any issues we, we when we watched the film, I thought during that bowl game against Florida, I was really surprised at how well he did in pass coverage. And then as far as like the run defense stuff, I wasn't extremely impressed. How does he look in practice? Was that just like a one game kind of small sample size deal? Or does he look like a pretty like complete linebacker against both like phases of the offense that you could see? They're really not. They're really not tackling um okay. so much there's uh, kind of thudding a little bit right so it's kind of hard to tell how much of a presence it's gonna make in a running game but i am seeing the quick recognition and agility that's necessary to be a solid coverage linebacker oh and you don't have 105 tackles without being able to tackle so yeah. for sure and i like i said we only watched it for one game and like you we let the film tell the story but that it's all it's all part of a bigger picture. Now, who are the guys that are in there when Deloach and Bethune are taking a blow? Who who's who's out there? Um, you've seen, I mean, Lundy and Gaynor, um, which are known commodities at this point. Uh, they paired lost... together, paired together. Uh, you see them rotate everybody. Um, so more often than not, like 
come come game time, I would expect you would see um Deloach and uh Deloach and Bethune out there, but uh you'll see them kinda rotate them and even rotate them between Mike and Will. Uh so they'll kind of switch okay. that position up. They um I kind of I noticed that they, they don't take those positions as necessarily set. Like, he's always a Mike, he's always a Will. They kind of see that as interchangeable, um, which I think is sort of necessary um, if you're going to try to play boundary versus field defense, where you're always in the boundary, always in the field. You, you kind of need to be able to uh, be interchangeable in those roles. Um, so they rotate all of them. Um, and then... Omar Graham Jr. has has had a few plays where you, you see his potential coming out. So um, okay. he, he's an exciting freshman in, in the linebacker room. He's another one of those kids that um, probably was a little bit of a a, a find as a, as a three-star. Um, he was a three-star, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he's he's going to be a solid player for you in the future, but he's, he's not going to – I don't think he's there now, so. Secondary, what's that look like? Any any idea of who is starting to become that preferred combination that's playing together a lot and having a lot of snaps together, or is it just kind of a lot of mix and match trying to figure out who complements who? Other than, I mean, Jamie Robinson's going to be out there all the time. Um, yeah, Duke Cooper's going to be out there. He's going to be out there all the time. Yep. Uh, I guess I don't. I don't really know. I think, like I said, I'm trying to think of the other names that I think are locks to be out there. I don't really if there are like you know kids like Akeem Dent, Renardo Green. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. So, Azariah Thomas. Like who knows? You see Dent a lot. Um, you see right now Green and Vance are kind of rotating at that one corner spot. Um, Interesting. Okay. Is that and- Jarvis Brownlee's typical spot from last year? Uh, I think Cooper's more playing where drivers would play last year. Um, okay. So. Hint, hint. Um, Strong hint. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you see Green and you see uh, Vance kind of rotating um, a fair amount. I, I guess they're they're testing out the grounds of, uh-huh. of their of their new um yeah it's spring football you're trying to find out you're just trying to find roles for guys and trying to figure out who's going to fit where and what they can give you we talked a, we talked a lot about the db and our db preview and I, I thought we did a fairly good job of outlining all the different players so i'm not going to rehash that necessarily here so check it out check it out check it out check it out it's great um i wasn't on it so you know it's good all right, Did you, we got some film to break down. Is there some film that we want to look at as yeah. well? I think um, unless there's anything else that you think that you want to kind of preface the film with, I, I think that was a pretty good, a really good actually Absolutely. overview yeah, of all that agree. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, before we jump into this, I'd like to give thanks to uh, Brendan Sinone and the guys at Knowles Two Four Seven for this film. Um, so we did get permission from them to use it, but this is footage they took. Their camera is better than mine. Make sure so. to check out the boys at Tomahawk Nation. They've they've been doing a great job of getting getting better film for us. The angle was a little bit low; it was a little tough to use for for these purposes. So they're gonna I know they're gonna keep working on that to get it better. 
Well, as of course, the, the super friends always unite. Tomahawk Nation, Knowles 24-7. A strong budding relationship, unlike what Clayton did to both Gabby and Rachel. What are they working on here, Kev? Yeah, so it's important as a quarterback to never get your... They, they call it clicking your heels. Um, so when you're moving around the pocket, you never want your heels to touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a really... Uh, poor position for movement and power and throwing quickly. Um, so they're just kind of getting them used to, to moving around in the, in the pocket with their feet at an uh, appropriate width. Yeah. What that distance feels like build the muscle memory there. God, that kid's got to catch better. Oh, that was a little fun little delivery from Jordan there. Working different platforms, arm angles, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. It's a good drill. But Duffy's Duffy's got the arm. He's got the the speed. He's he's got what you're looking for. So, um, oh, the infamous super soaker drill. I like that. (laughs) I wonder if that actually like pisses the like. I wonder if it. It it seems to me would be extremely annoying. Thomas. Yeah, you can just look at this kid's length. Yeah, look at him. That's a yeah. He doesn't look like an 18 year old. Absolutely not. That was man. But great steal. Early signing day. Rife with disappointment. Not that. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, he he went under the radar. It was unfortunate. Yeah, some boring tackling drills. Oh, let's work angles. They're important. Yeah. I get it. Okay, so what what do you the, the what do you think of the important? I feel is this the the drill that always gets like uh blasted on social media because it yeah, looks like every defender goofy. is getting burned. Like, yeah. what, what's the is what are they dicks? trying to work here? You're just you're just working breaking down. I mean, it's just basic tackling open field tackling type drill it's not anything special you're working about chopping your feet getting up through contact but you're not tackling because you you don't take guys to the ground in practice no so it's just simulating an open field tackle in in a short area yeah just it it always looks very awkward though like it always looks like the defender is always getting smoked every time (laughs) yeah because he's not actually tackling him it's a terrible drill for twitter because we look like dog dog (laughs) shit yeah, they should move this one later into practice. Just to emphasize. Yeah, they should no cameras for this drill, guys. Yeah, it's, like, a good, it's a good warm up drill. You like you like it though, Adam. You you find a stroke. Yeah. Man, I'm that couldn't like even catch up. Is I'm that like Tate it more if they actually try to tackle, but I get it, it was I think it was Tate Kev. Lettuceism. I don't know. Why is Tate is. running this drill? <laughs> hey, dude, who knows what they're doing with him? A little wide receiver, maybe. We can't we can't talk depth charts. We don't even know what position he's playing. Oh, okay. Thirty six <laughs> is easy. No, uh, go, he just whoa. got he just got fired. A little butt pat there. There you go. Yeah, I, I can't get over that. Tate is Dix. running running these with the wide Dix receivers. Is freaking huge. Dix is a big dude. All right, that didn't come out right. <laughs> 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 that didn't come out right at all. He he actually Same looks as- more agile here. Yeah, he does. I just don't think he knows where to go. What is that? What is that attributed to? Like increased agility? Is that from the strength and conditioning program? Like, yeah, they probably told him how to run. They they they've taught him some better technique on how to run and just loosened his hips up a little bit. Maybe a little yoga. Yeah, in the off season oh. they do they do a lot of drills and they they really seem to focus on here's um, Lundy. Focus focus on getting your feet in the right position, well, getting in power Lundy, position, sorry. speed position. Yeah, so. was, that, that didn't look like him. Yeah. Who is that? I have no idea. 36? I, I think that's Graham. I think that's Omar Graham, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it young looks mistake. Little, looks a little stiff. 
And that's what we saw too with his film. He got a lot of, he was, I don't know if he was a film junkie or just had really good instincts, but that helped him out a lot with his game. Yep. Graham. That's better. Understanding where to be more so than being able to actually get there physically. Which I think is, which I think is fine. If you know where to be most of the time, I think that like, like, I mean, he's, he flashed. So I think that's something you can work with. Red zone action. Run that back. Let's look at that again. Yeah. Some actual football. So they're running a little. Is that a read there or no? Yeah. A little inside zone with a. Yeah. With a. They've got two pullers here out of, uh, what's that, 21 personnel? Yeah, that's what it looks like. So he's kind of bluff blocking, so he's he's not blocking this end. Are they reading this? I would assume that they probably are, but I can't yeah. say for sure. I mean, so, his, eye, his eye suggests there's a read. So he's not actually blocking this guy. He's uh, letting that guy go free, and then he's going around. Yeah, you, so you're setting up the, I mean, this is just, they're blocking for the quarterback portion of this play. You've got two lead blockers on like a quarterback, uh, yeah, a quarterback sweep type play. Right. It's a, it's a read between these two guys. Mm-hmm. I think this is actually a pull. Um, it's hard when his eyes are looking at the quarterbacks. So. Uh, yeah, it's well. Yeah, I, I don't think he. Based on where his shoulders are at right now, he read that wrong. Yeah, this is a touchdown if he pulls this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at all that. That's what I was wondering. Okay, seeing Leonard Warner a lot at Fox. Oh, are you okay? The ghost of Leonard Warner, a, a player that was not 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 being. I mean, dealing with injuries and stuff. It was just a guy that I feel like a lot of people actually forgot was on the roster, and he's out there. And there's Quayshon Fuller, another guy we didn't talk about. Little sprint, sprint out, classic two, you know, two point uh, tight red zone play. Right, setting a couple natural picks. Yeah, good throw. Yep, great. Who catch. was that? Is that Ontario? It's yep. That's Tate that's Ontario. Okay. Yeah, dude, that'll work. Yeah, no, no complaints there. You know, pretty, pretty straightforward. No, but red zone execution was not a strength of this team last year, right? But, like, but a lot of that started with the run game. Their oh. inability, their inability to run the football in tight, in tight spaces was exactly particularly at the end of the year. Okay, catch that. It would it would appear so, but a decisive read from Jordan Travis, like yep. it was an interesting play because he he had it's a false start there for sure. They didn't call time. it, but um, so, so there's a little screen. They they motion him down out there, I believe. Yeah. Oh, that is a horrendous false start. <laughs> but I like the play design, right? Yeah. Yep. Lining yeah, over there. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, pretty. We pretty... saw some. We saw a little bit of that last year. That's become a popular play in the NFL. All right, now we got the other the, angle. The, yeah, Who's, this, this was is, that the same play? Oh, this oh, is this, is, this, this is kind is of the mesh. flex I was talking about. So he's not like a true inline tight end. He's off uh, the tackle by a few feet. Who is that? Do That's you know? Portier, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it, it is 88. I thought Portier looked, looked taller. Get low in that in that so crouch. Running, you guys will never guess what play mesh. this is. It's mesh. Mesh. Oh, I know. Oh, he circled this one. They throw the sit down, right? Yeah. No, so, it's uh it's Helton on the drag on the drag. Drag. Alright, so you've got a uh, 
You've got crossing receivers over the middle. Um, that's the dead dead giveaway that it's mesh. They're supposed to sit in, when they see zone. So if they see that, um, so the way we taught it was, you look at the so this guy would look at the other receiver, and he would see that no one's following him. So he knows it's zone, and he's going to sit in an empty space. He does that here. Executed well. I like that. Do that more, right, Kev? Oh, yeah. Well, that, Big I, time. I, I think they ran mesh a little bit more towards the end of the season. It's just such a hard hard route to, to cover. Yeah, it sounds good, especially when you got a you get a quarterback that's fine, you know, taking those, taking the intermediate stuff over the middle. That Campbell kid is is has been looking pretty good. Um Yeah, he's kind of like the like the Treshawn Ward 2.0 of this year, right? Like, yeah, that's that's the, the feel, right? This yeah. this walk-on kid that he looks good. Uh he's shifty, he he can find a hole. Oh, what's up, double J? What I'm so happy seeing him around. Get paid, young man. Absolutely. Get all that go to, money. Go to the Eagles, please. 15 overall. Right, a little O-line play down in the oh, shoot. Finally. Down, yeah. in the, down in the shoots. Yeah, the big uglies. Watching Atkins coach is fun. He, he's, yeah. he knows what he's doing. They're just working steps. That's all they're doing. Working steps, working footwork, making sure they get that second foot in the ground. That's right. Get the get the right get the right uh height there. Trying to keep them. That's what the board over there is for. Yep. They're just trying to get their feet in the ground without standing straight up, being a power position to win. Right. Exactly. It's just it's all about muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Low first step. Fire the hands at the same time. Get up in them. Get up in them big Good. old big old ham hock boobies. Um, thumbs up. Look, like you said, looked. <laughs> It's 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 hard to tell. It did yeah, look better. I'm just practice. I'm just trying to think visually from what we saw last year. It does seem to be more decisive. Yep. As far as like the size, it does seem to be that the strength and conditioning program is starting to look cold. I did see. I think Willis was the guy with the horrendous false start. Mm-hmm. However, he looked like oh, like that's wow. He looks good. A lot of the guys look good. A lot of the guys look. The routes, there's not too. I mean, we didn't see any busted garbage off of that. Like it was just, you know, a wrong read here or there, but everybody's going in the right direction. So I'm more, after listening to you, Kevin, I'm more, I'm more optimistic. Um, it is going to be uh, interesting to see what happens with that wide receiver room. We did mention Winston Wright. So that's the West Virginia transfer. I think he got into, he got into a car accident. Um, I don't know what day it was, but I think it was in Savannah during his spring break. He, um, I don't know the extent of the injury. I think it was an injury to his leg is what we've heard. So that, that sucks. That's horrible. We, we feel totally bad for the kid. And I mean, it's, it's when something like that happens, you just hope the kid's fine and healthy. And I, I don't really feel super comfortable talking about it. It's like nope. a football perspective, but just, I want to acknowledge that that's why we didn't, we didn't mention him, and you know, speedy recovery and all that good stuff. I'm sure more info will come to follow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel good. 
we, Kevin, you were out there. I mean, do you, are you going to go to more? I mean, what, what's the deal? Did you just get like the fever and the bug? Are we going to, are we going to have like a little triple option boots on the ground presence? Like what's the deal, brother? Like you becoming a fixture there. At the yeah. Moor. They, uh, no, they just moved it later so I can make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I know it was done all for you and just like, and it, it just reminds me of our show because we do everything for you guys, the fans. We love you. We've got boots on the ground. We're breaking down granular practice footage. We're moving ever to just closer, inching ourselves towards that spring game where I think a lot of questions are going to be answered about the mysterious depth chart that we did not talk about one time ever. We never talked about it. I promise you. And <laughs> it's a good time to get on the triple option bandwagon. It's a good time to be at the top of our depth chart. So to do that, subscribe, put your notifications on and tell all your little friends that the triple option is not screwing around anymore. We are the real deal. Go to the Patreon. Get yourself some merch. Give Kevin money. He's a nice boy, and he needs your money. He needs freaking um, gas money to get to practice. Come on. That is don't, true. Don't we all? That is true. That 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 is That is actually a very prescient thing to say. That is extremely accurate. Well, I love you guys. I don't really have anything else I'd like to say unless you guys have anything to add, because I'm ready to do the chopping. Oh no! Check out check out AB's overreaction piece he he put on Tom oh, Nation. Good. It's worth reading. The prodigal, the prodigal coach returns. How did it feel to like string a couple of words together in sentences like Absolutely a human horrible. being? I'm illiterate. I don't. I, I'm I'm horrible at it. Uh, well, people love the, it. He's the F. Scott I, Fitzgerald of spring football. <laughs> That's I right. Spinning yarns. The the next the next great author of our time, Adam Brown. <laughs> Shit. That's right. For Kevin Little, for J.K. Rowling in the, in the yellow shirt up there, I'm Trey Rowland. We love you. Keep chopping on, and we'll talk to you later. <laughs>